Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. WSFM. Hello there. How are you? I'm well. And how are you? I am well. Has things changed for you? Does the air taste sweeter? I know. I've got new initials. I'm a gnome. There's no place like it. I know. A garden gnome. Did you notice how I got all the girls at the top? Typing pool to curtsy. No. They all curtsied as you walked in. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No. I, I, look, ladies, do it now. Thank you. Yes, look at them. Oh, no, she's not wearing undies, that third. <laughs> she's always a bit... That's a bad look. Yeah. I had a pun off with a friend of mine yesterday. He just kept texting different ohm puns. Like I said, I was going to put out a book of recipes called Ohm Cooking. Mm-hmm. And he just went back and forth. I mean, I'll be winning old people's ohm, etc. Et when do you actually get the medal? Well, I think there's a ceremony later in the year. Yeah. And I think that's when I get the medal and the little pin that I'm allowed to wear on your lapel. I'll have to get a whole new wardrobe that has lapels so I can wear the pin. You'll have to go and see Boz Gags. He had some big lapels. That's true, he did. Do you remember Animal? Remember Animal? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's passed away from the King's Cross bikers, but he had an order of his I remember. Medal, and he'd wear it all the time with pride. Mm. Like, because he said a lot of people just put them away in the, you know, in the cupboard, the back of the cupboard, but he'd wore it on his uh, denim cut-off jacket. Well, you know what I'm like. I, I can lose jewellery and things very easily. So I'm, I have to be very, very careful with the pin and with the medal. I'll have to be yeah. better than I normally am with those things. It's a good pick-up line, though. You could walk in and say, excuse me, did anyone see my Order of Australia medal? I'm going to have dropped it here. Excuse me. Chris Hemsworth, did you see my Order of Australia medal? I'll be using that, don't you worry. It's around here somewhere. It's been an amazing day yesterday, and I'd like to say thank you to everyone for their lovely, kind wishes on our social media. One person wrote, the first comment I saw was, what's she ever done? Good. I don't know why someone would go to our Facebook page to bother mm. to say that, but that was fine. Don't worry I was, No, I don't want to. Do you want me to troll them? I'll troll no. them. No. But I'm so, so grateful and humbled by everyone's um, good wishes, so thank you. Well, did you get my good wishes? I was straight I on I did. Dear Miranda, all the best. <laughs> I wish you nothing but <laughs> nothing congratulations. Nothing but et cetera, et cetera. I'm off for a sub. <laughs> Where's my one? <laughs> It's a charming story to start our day. I'll just read it as I as I see it printed, shall I? Sure. Grandmother, 79, arrested for getting frisky with Toy Boy in Park. Ooh. Alicia Brown is her name, 79. She's arrested after she horrified passers-by when they spotted her getting physical with her 54-year-old lover, William Knowles. Toy Boy is 54. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point you're consenting adults and you don't have to have those labels, you'd think. <laughs> Pedestrians told police they saw him naked from the waist down mm-hmm. at Rush Common in South London. That morning, the pair had been drinking strong lager when she'd travelled down from Manchester. Both were prosecuted for outraging public decency. The grandmother, with her trolley shopping trolley by her side, was ordered to sign a sex offenders register. Yeah, I think if you do it in public and you get caught, that's, uh, that's part of it. He was jailed for two months. Cheapest. Oh, she... Got a 30-month conditional discharge. Those words are just... (laughs) just Those words should not be together in a sentence, (laughs) should they? Good. But I didn't ask. How did Liam go? He's back from jail. 
just for the long weekend and then he goes back to his uh, country campus for another couple of weeks and then it's all over. His six-month stint, to me, it feels like it's been Mm. 100 years. I was thinking back to the day we waved him off and how emotional I was. That feels like years ago. When we were in Fight for Your Flashback, we had Missing Mm. You songs and I put... The day you went and away, and I bawled my eyes out. You did because that's such out. a sad and a nice song. But look, see, I told. What did I say to you? I don't know. What did you say? I said words of great advice. Well, of course, I knew it would secure. be all right. But it's, I said, no, it's going to be okay. Of course, but it doesn't stop you as you as a parent feeling sad when they go. Is he it's better 15. for it? He's just well. He's 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 actually really loving it. He's I can see in his face that all these things that he was anxious about, he's conquered a lot of physical stuff and mm-hmm. living in dorms. It's been an amazing, amazing program. I cannot speak highly enough about it. And but he was home for the weekend. I did a load of um, washing. He brought this huge. Bag bag home and he doesn't have to take all of it back just a few things he's only got two weeks left and there's a big bag of socks and undies and things that I washed put them in the dryer when I opened the dryer about a kilo of sand fell out I hope it was from the socks Mm. not from the undies but uh, so it's been great to have him home. He had a birthday while he was away. That was such a hard day. I because they can't phone, they can't text, they can't email you. It's all handwritten letters. So the the day came and went without us having contact with each other. At least you didn't have to give him a gift. That's all right. Well, we Save did this weekend when he came home because you can't see, you can send stuff down there, but what they can't use technology or anything. No. Sent some t-shirts down. What you send him a blah punkt? <laughs> so anyway, it was his, so we had his birthday celebration as such as it was on the weekend. And you know what I did? It's been so long Mm -hmm. since I've had to write the word mum. Not since my mum passed away. Have I? Because I used to write her letters, dear mum. I don't write the word mum very often. Don't you? So I wrote him a card with all these mushy feelings and signed it, Love Amanda. (laughs) I thought, look what I've done. To pretend it was a joke, (laughs) a.k.a. mum. Like you didn't say, thanks for listening, Amanda Keller. <laughs> but how often do you write the word dad? I, I give my kids cards all the time. Well, you've got three, so you write yeah. cards more often than you do with two. Life-affirming cards, things like that. Tidy up your room. From dad. From dad. Harley signs the cards, YF, your father. Sort of a family joke. So, yes, I don't have to write the word mum much. So, sorry about that, Liam. You got a birthday card signed mm. by Amanda Keller, Order of Australia <laughs> Medal. <laughs> And you'll cherish it. Am I ever going to see Big Facts again? Am I ever going to see Big Facts again? 22 of the first 29 US astronauts were firstborns. It's quite a high ratio. There's a lot of pressure on us firstborns. I'm a firstborn. There's a lot of pressure. And what have you done? I've done heaps. <laughs> I've been into space and that. I've done heaps. Explored Uranus. So, <laughs> what have you done? You're like a second born. Second born. You're just dragging along. Yeah. yeah. Taking advantage of my brother. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound from, right. You are from Queensland after <laughs> all. You learn, eh? There's been a lot of um, violence at the the Euro 2016. This is the soccer. Have you been watching it on the news? Are you saying violence in soccer? It's hard to believe. This is this is odd. I was looking at the footage on the news the other night, and there's this beautiful hotel in Marseille. The weather looks amazing, and the English fans and the Russian fans clash outside. Terrible, lots of clashes. But secondary to that, there Mm -hmm. also is soccer. 
And as well as that, thirdly to that, there is the German coach who, the soccer coach, who has attracted a bit of attention. Apparently with his dress sense, his excessive sweat patches, all of that's very entertaining. Mm -hmm. He got caught on camera a few years ago during another tournament picking his nose. Caught on the big screen. No one likes to see that. (laughs) No one wants to see that. But he hasn't learned his lesson this time around. Mm -hmm. He's been seen once again on the big screen. (laughs) No. Readjusting himself down mm. his pants then mm. sniffing his hands. Oh, no. Then putting his hands back again no. around, this time around the back, and everyone went, stop! When you, when you say... Just <laughs> stop! When you say hands, that's not one of his players. No. <laughs> Hans? Oh, that's just rank. Right. Well, you know you're in public, don't you? Well, this is the thing. Everyone's saying, oh, how disgusting. You got caught on camera doing it. But he's actually in public. You're in public. Tribal drums beating for that. You know you're in public. <laughs> you know you're what in ex- public. What examples, pray tell, are you looking for? Well, you've seen someone do something and go, hang on. You know, know you're, you're in, in public. public. Have a look at yourself. Have a look at yourself. What happened, Daniel? Okay, I was in uh, year 10 and uh, we were at a school assembly. The deputy principal took his pen out of his pocket, of his shirt, put it into his ear, squeezed, you know, moved it around a little bit then licked the top of the pen and put it back in his pocket. And this was all in a school assembly. So all of year seven to 12 saw this. Man, what's We're this? going, oh, my God. <laughs> and so everyone saw it at a school. Could you do something more stupid? Yeah. That's what you do in the, that's in the teacher's lounge you do. Oh, there's Kevin Rudd saying, give me yeah. some of that I'll earwax. Of that. Oh, Daniel, thank you. Rank. Rank. What have you seen, Christy? I was dropping my husband off at a mechanic and we're driving down this driveway and then there's this guy and he's wiggling his arm and I thought, what's he up to? And I pulled up. He's cleaning his teeth out of the back of the boot of his car on the driveway of this industrial estate. And I said to him, that's disgusting. He goes, I know, and did this big (laughs) and spat it on the driveway. What's he living out of his boot? What's he top cap? But minty fresh breath. Oh. It begs the question, what's worse, that he doesn't clean his teeth or he does? Oh, you know, you know you're in public. Don't do it. Hello, no. what would you see, Laurie? Uh, we were down at Sydney this weekend and there was a young couple down there and uh, she decided to squeeze a pimple on her boyfriend's face right in front of everyone. Oh! <laughs> Keep it. Yeah, sort um... of put a uh, little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. That's part of it. Yeah, Sorry, you had to see that. Hi, Helen, what did you see? Hi. We were going for a walk along the bay and um, all of a sudden there's this old dude, he's having a shower, pulls out a cake of soap, starts washing washing himself. Mm -hmm. He then pulls the front of his um, scunners forward, takes the soap, goes down there, has a good wash, pulls (laughs) it forward so the water can get in and around everything. And uh, everyone's just looking at him thinking, what is this dude doing (laughs) in the middle of an open shower? Yeah. Giving himself a good scrub. <laughs> You're in public, you know. And you seem to have documented pretty much what he did quite well. I know. Well. You uh, must have watched for some time. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad you couldn't stop yeah, watching. You couldn't turn away. Is this one of those showers yeah. just for people that have come out after having a swim or yeah. something like that? You rinse your feet yeah. and go home. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. Just to wash the salt water off, yeah. not yeah. to um, have a, a shower with soap. <laughs> yeah, you don't go to town. <laughs> on, on yourself. <laughs> You don't go to town on yourself in those outdoor showers. That's why they put them outdoors. (laughs) So people don't go to town on themselves? Did you pay birthday respects to... To the Queen, yes, I did. You did, well, you got your OAM, didn't you? That's right. You've been parading that around, everybody. 
Uh, I don't actually even have it yet. So I've just put some tin tin foil in a box and said, look at this. (laughs) People are very impressed. It's like when your mum gives you your own medal. (laughs) Don't put it on your fillings, it'll tingle. The Sydney Royal Botanic Garden celebrated its 200th birthday. Really? Over the weekend. What do you buy of the gardens? You give it that big stinky plant that comes out only once a year, that (laughs) stinky plant. (laughs) It's handy if you've got, like, issues... Yeah, oh, it's the plant. Well, it's not due to flower yet, Miss yeah, Keller. And we're living in Nara. <laughs> uh, it's strange, though. What issues? <laughs> when an inanimate object yeah. celebrates a birthday, because firstly, you, what do you buy, mm. as you say? Also, there's the cake. And because they had a cake. No, they had a celebration. They, they, they had a cake for the for, gardens. For the gardens, <laughs> a cake. And they also had a birthday song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear one. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, it's they a bit didn't messy. harmonise on that one. No. Yeah, where's that stinky plant when you make <laughs> <laughs> Is that me or is it the cake? <laughs> Once a year, a group of girlfriends, we all go away to this fantastic place near Oberon. It's this big old country estate. And it's sort of slightly, I don't want to say dilapidated, it's not dilapidated, mm-hmm. it's old school and it's fabulous. And it's freezing, we light the fires, we have a great weekend. And a couple of things on the weekend, I thought, I wonder if a boy's weekend is ever like this. I'll go through a list of things we did yep. and see if you do this. Okay, let's compare notes. Because I, I love a good boy's weekend. Okay. We took a whole lot of hot water bottles and one girl each night was a hot water bottle fairy and would fill up everyone's hot water bottles and put it in their beds. Mm. If by hot water bottles, do you mean cartons of beer, then yes. Mm-hmm. The minute we got there, we put on our Ugg boots. Everyone put on their Ugg boots and slippers. If by putting on Ugg boots and slippers, yeah, actually probably would put would some you? Ugg okay. boots on. Would you? Okay, all right. Would you, the first night we get there, the Friday night, is always just drinks and then dancing. Yeah, there could be drinks you, and dancing. Do you do dancing? I don't know, be when dancing. you go to the farm with Scamp, do you do dancing? Sometimes. Do you? Depends. Just the guys. Depends. It depends, you know, if we get, you know, if the mood catches us. Falling right. over isn't dancing. Isn't Stumbling it? from one side of the isn't estate to sure. the other. In in our world, that is dancing. Did you discuss all the books you've read, had a little mini book club? Oh, definitely. And yeah. then did you, the following morning, go on a walk and then do some yoga? That's exactly it. You should see Emu's downward dog. <laughs> You know what I loved is that when you go away with girls, someone's always cleaning up. You go mm. to bed and there's this terrible mess, yeah. I did. Wake up in the morning, someone's washed all the glasses, someone has tidied up, there's only a couple of remnants of chocolate left. Mm. They're very tidy. Are boys like that? Always cleaning up. Really? Yeah. We went around the table and discussed since last year, where we'd all been at this weekend, things we were grateful for. Did you have a gratitude moment? <laughs> Yeah. Is that what you did? We had a gratitude moment. Yeah, yeah. that you haven't the, spewed in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah, and then the petrol that we chucked on the fire didn't burn us all. <laughs> and then, you know, the best thing, someone, everyone makes, every year someone will bring something along for the group, like a made thing. Mm-hmm. Like last year it was the hot water bottles with, you know, our little logo on the front, our friendship logo. logo. This time, my friend Anita knitted us all Merkins. Really? Yeah, she knitted us all Merkins, which were traditionally Merkins were... Yeah. Um, fake pubic covers because in the old days, in Louis the Fourteenth, everyone had mites, and they so you had to shave your hair off. But to make it look like you were healthy, you'd mm. wear a fake thatch. So she knitted us all merkins that we wore over our clothes as we danced around. Is that what you would do on a boys' long exactly weekend? Exactly what we did. Yeah. Except Emu wore his merkin on his head, <laughs> and still is weeks <laughs> later.
<laughs> Great weekend was had by all. Uh, thank you for my record that you bought me. Ripper what about 76. That? We went into the local Oberon second hand shop. I bought a Culture Club record that I got Boy George to sign. Mm-hmm. $14.99. Yeah. I bought Ripper. 76. 76, which you've often spoken about. Yep. The girl's shorts. The bum cheek. And there's no photoshopping, so someone had to a, write all the songs when, on a bum. When I was a kid, I found that very sexy. Did you? Because you couldn't get sexy stuff anywhere. And now as an adult, what do you think when you I, could I'm have... still finding it very sexy. It's yeah. too sexy. That's why they had to bring out Rip Snorter 78. With a big pig's head on the front <laughs> to <laughs> settle everyone's urges. Just stop the urges. Put a merkin on, for goodness <laughs> sake. How good was Boy George and Culture Club? I should just say, how good was Culture Club? It's not Boy George and Culture Club. The band were amazing. And, you know, it's rare that I go to a show and it's actually the songs that I Mm. don't know that I liked as much as the ones I did. They were fantastic. We had to do a bit of a QA and a with the band and, of course, uh, there's been a bit of acrimony with the band in the past, but I like their banter. There was a nice... Like an old married couple. I liked how uh, John and George would constantly snipe with each other. Those two were in a relationship in the early days. and John's now married with a family. Yeah. But and, uh, wasn't George a lovely, chatty cat? Very Kathy? engaging fellow. Very, very engaging indeed. And also... It- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It was his birthday, mm-hmm. so we got him a gift. Uh, also, I understand, it. it's your birthday. When's your birthday? My birthday's on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Tuesday. Look at this. Ask them. You all knew. I think um, because we got you a gift for your birthday. Here's the gift. gift. Here comes the gift. Mm-hmm. We know you like hats. Oh. It's in a Cobra bowler. Probably decorates it. You yeah. please. He wears okay, hats, sure. you know. No. It's a good gift. We thought you've never had a Boy, hat. George, I'll Maybe buy him you a know hat. what you need is a hat. Okay, well. We sing now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday, dear George. George, yeah. Happy birthday. The band's had a bit of that on the night. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! That was their sound Thank check. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It was better when they sung for the uh, Royal Botanic Gardens 200th birthday. I did also like that uh, when I went to see the show, they have the big sign there in the Horton Pavilion no crowd surfing. <laughs> yes. I don't think anyone that night was going to go crowd surfing. <laughs> Yes, 12 to 8, the WSFM reaction line at 8 o'clock this morning. 13 WSFM with three weeks left to go in the election campaign. Pre-poll voting centres are opening today and a third of all voters are expected to cast their ballots early. Mm-hmm. That means, Sarah, that people have already made up their minds, really. Well, yeah, it means about 4 million people are likely to have made up their minds and made it formal before election day. So all of the announcements that are following over the coming weeks from Malcolm Turnbull and Bill Shorten might not even make a difference to as many as a third or maybe even more than that. Wow. 
voters. You know, they're saying a million dollars here, a billion dollars here, but have most people already sort of decided in their minds, I like this one or I like that one? I wonder how much an election campaign actually sways anybody. The minute mm. they call the election, you go, okay, this is who I'm voting for. I think many of us, maybe most of us, already know before they even spend all this money electioneering. Yeah, I've made up my mind. You just do. We have to wonder, are there, are there many swinging voters who read what each party is still offering mm. and then decide? I used to be a swinger, but, you know, I stopped. Your wife wasn't happy. She wasn't wasn't into it. Mm. But, you know, I'd, I'd vote for dumb parties like the marijuana parties. Really? Well, you know, Were you that person? I was that person for a while. You know, and it was my lifestyle choice at the time. But now I've seen the sense of middle age. I just go for a legitimate party. It makes me cynical because you think, well, if you have all this money to spend on this now, why don't you do it when you've been in government for the last five years? Mm-hmm. It's funny, isn't it? You, are you voting for the why didn't you do it party? No. Oh. Well, this morning we're asking on our reaction line, are you a swinging voter? You're still to decide what's going to happen or have you already made up your mind? Is this campaign a waste of time? <laughs> 13 WSFN. <laughs> I'll be voting early because I go overseas on the voting day, but I've already made up my mind ages ago. Well, I'm lucky. I'm a New Zealander and I don't have to vote, which I'm very happy about because when you look at both of them, I wouldn't vote for either of them. Yes, I have. Liberal. I have already made up my mind in the election, but the party I've chosen have got good policies and some things in the other party are not a good policy. So sometimes I feel like I want to close my eyes and get the pencil and just put it down and hope for the best. I sure have. I'm voting Animal Justice Party. We saw a great movie, Independence Day Resurgence, which is in cinemas June 23. We caught up with the big stars of this movie, Jeff Goldblum and Liam Hensworth. Gentlemen, congratulations on the film. Now, 20 years since the aliens were here the first time, why 20 years for for the sequel? Jeff, you're involved in the first film. Did you know at the time you'd have to wait that long? No, nor did I know that there would be a sequel. I'm, su- I'm surprised. I was, I, I, I'm surprised. But, um, you know, there was a hi- history of um, how it came to be, and then even three, four years ago, they started the idea. They called me, but then there was like on again, off and again kind of backstage story. But then it all worked out so that it's kind of perfect, isn't it? This being the anniversary, the 20-year anniversary, mm. kind of perfect. And the story that they tell, which I think is a lovely story, requires this 20-year gap, you know. You'll, you'll see what it is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, and, and that's the thing. The technology has come so far away. And, uh, Liam, your character orphaned by the meanie aliens. And now you get to fly these am- amazing planes and things because our technology has advanced so much. But, but at what price? Yes, we, we have alien hybrid human technology now, which is a combination of the two. <laughs> <laughs> and there are day trips to the moon. Yes. Extraordinary. We, have a, we have a base on the moon, and uh, that's where you find my character at the beginning of the film. He's, he's had his wings clipped in, a, in an unfortunate accident, almost gets a friend killed, and... Uh, Gets his wings clipped and now he works on the moon. Well, because you always play like a science smart guy. Well, not always, but well, uh, 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 several times. Well, there's uh, a lot. Like if, if most, you know, Jurassic Park and this. Yeah. Are okay. you as smart as you appear in these movies? Even smarter. <laughs> Even smarter. In the movies, I win Nobel Prizes and save worlds. But in real life... I'm just a, a super genius. I don't think there's any... I'm off the charts. Mm. No, I'm an idiot. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a world-class idiot, and it's well-known. You know. 
Liam, when you're working in the States, are you one of those actors when you keep your American accent going on set or the minute you're off you're saying, oh, give no. us a winnie blue? Yeah, no, I, I've done it before. But the problem is, is when you're doing it, just free speech in, in between takes, is that's when your accent will slip, you know? And then the director starts getting nervous that your accent's not good or something like that. Whereas I rehearse my lines so much that I've got those ones down and, and I have a very good ear for it. So I, I, I don't stay in it all day long anymore, unless a director asks me. Do you think Australians find the American accent easier because we've grown up watching so much American television? Do you, is that where your Absolutely, ear comes yeah. from? Absolutely, yeah. I think, we, I think it's, it's definitely a lot easier for us because we hear it so much growing up, movies, television, uh, whereas, you know, I think when you reverse it and Americans try and do Australian accents, quite hard because I don't think it's as second nature to them in, in their ears. Over yeah. to you, Jeff. Give yeah. us your best Australian yeah. accent. That, that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> you sound like Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the Beatles. You sound like Ringo Starr. Uh, uh, yeah, the shoes. <laughs> Why don't they call us the shoes? Uh, yeah, let me see. That's, uh, what else do they say? I'll, I'll put another shrimp on the barbie for you. I think I've got it down perfectly. Oh, you are per amazing. Amazing. Timey kangaroo down spa. <laughs> we don't you sing that one anymore. You don't? That's no, Rolf Harris has been discredited. Now, I like these new tunes that the Australians have. How about the uh, the didgeridoo? Do you play, do they play that thing? I can play the didgeridoo. Can you? Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you learn that as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, we always had a didgeridoo in the house. We, we, we actually lived in the Northern Territory for a while. My parents worked on a cattle station. So my, my dad would go out and uh, catch buffalo. Really? Yeah. See, Liam could be making this up and we yeah, wouldn't even be. know. <laughs> also a really good liar. <laughs> oh, he comes from rugged stock. You come from rugged yeah. stock, though, you know. Next you'd be saying you've got like a movie star brother yeah. that uh, plays it, you know, yeah. as yeah. if. I was going to ask this, though. At the end of the... Well, I don't want to give too much away, but there seems to be there could be another sequel to this one. Another sequel. Is that... <clears throat> have, I, have I said too much? Trequel. You haven't said too much. The exact right amount. Uh, <laughs> the, the, um, well, there could be. Yes, it's, it's you know, without a vulgar teeing up, mm. I think. And in, artfully, they, one can imagine that the story may continue. Well, hopefully we don't have to wait 20 years for that. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not up for that. No. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I'd need a lot of help, assistance, if it was 20 years. Been eating, eating a lot of strained food. Mm. Yes, that's correct. More applesauce for Mr. Goldman. <laughs> uh, Jeff, Liam, thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Logie Award-winning Dan McPherson has made his mark through his roles in Neighbours, The Bill, City Homicide, hosting Dancing with the Stars. He's been spending time in the US, being heaps wicked famous and working on a variety of programs. <laughs> He's back for a short period in Australia. He joins us now. Hello, Dan. Good morning, team. How are we? We are very, very well. It's good to see you, my man. It's... You grow a great beard. Thank Look you very much. Uh, I don't know how much longer it's got left. Uh, one thing I am learning about marriage is you get the look... Which is time to shave that beard off. Yeah. So uh, Zoe says I, I look like a Greek fisherman at the moment, especially with my with my beanie. <laughs> you do, you do a little yeah. bit. Yes. Because you, know? you left dancing with the stars to pursue the roles overseas in That's the right. acting. Yeah. I did. But you've it's, had a series of it's them. It's been great. Yeah, no, it's been really good. I, I got to a point where I've been in L.A. for a couple of years and I was going back and forth and I was coming back to do dancing, which I loved and I love live television. But I was just getting so close to getting jobs and missing out at the final audition or the final kind of part that I decided I'm going to quit 
hosting. I'm going to quit any distraction that's holding me back from from jobs in in America and, and here, but good mm. good acting jobs. And I'm just going to go uh, go hard at my acting for a couple of years, and it's been really good. So I, I went and shot a series in New Zealand last year called The Shannara Chronicles, which is a big fantasy uh, sci-fi uh, big budget series, which is airing around the world at the moment, or just finished here, but but airing around the world, and that was incredible. And then I've got a, another movie coming out, a big um, another sci-fi movie coming out later in the year, which we shot here in Sydney. So so it's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's, I'm enjoying it. I'm really mm. enjoying it. You're like yeah. a sci-fi guy. Apparently, hopefully, if I keep doing more, I just get mm. to go to Comic Cons for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, you know? Make one film and then spend your life doing Comic Con. That's exactly right. I'm John Reese Davies. I know Jonathan Reese Davies. For, it was Sala in Indiana Jones. He was Gimli in Lord of the Rings. He played my dad in Shannara, and he's a Comic Con. Freak. He's, a, he's a legend. He just he goes tried to uh, he tried to put the moves on a man. Well, he's, he was a ladies' man. He, he tried did. to crack on every really? single woman he in, know, in the studio smooth, that day. Put some smooth moves on you, yeah. JRD, with those yeah. Welsh tones. Yes, because yes. yes. he was he was photoshopped to be small, wasn't he? In the, in the <laughs> yes, Lord in, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's right. He's, he's not he's really. A big, a, no, he's a big man. He's, he's a big, a big unit. fella. Yeah. So you're in Australia at the moment, doing some stuff with the Star. Tell us about that. That's exactly right. I'm one of the ambassadors for Winter at the Star, which is um which is a campaign that's running now through until August. Winter is never grey at the star. That's what we're saying. Sure. Uh, specials at the star from all, of course, the signature restaurants, uh, entertainment. Singing in the Rain kicks off there with Adam yeah. Garcia yes. in July. Billy Crystal is coming out for a couple of nights with Andrew Denton yeah. at the star. It's not you just sitting on the keno table. Playing you, <laughs> red or black? <laughs> no, mate. No, so, so we'll be uh, we'll be in at the Darling, staying at the Darling oh, tomorrow. Nice. Actually, it should be very nice. Oh, so, uh, thestar.com.au, check it out. Go and check that out. There you go. And you didn't leave Dancing with the Stars because I didn't win it. Was that was that the reason? No, it was a highlight. It was a highlight. Once mm. that series, our mm. series, as mm. I refer to our it, series. our series was a highlight, and I was kind of went. There's nowhere. There's, there's nowhere to go after that. No, yeah. Short of getting a Clydesdale to come on and dance, <laughs> you weren't going to see the likes yeah. of that again. Yeah. Uh, Dan, it's always great to see. You guys, thank you very much. Thanks for the chat. It's a pleasure. Up, pleasure. up, Cronulla as up, well. Up, Cronulla, 10 from 10. That's why I'm a little bit croaky this morning. That's enough. <laughs> Television. Television is simply a picture on the screen of a receiving set. Passenger seatbelt for Andrew Mikado. Discover a highway of dangerous curves and driving ambition. Our TV guy is Andrew Mikado. Hello, Andrew. Well, hello, Jonesy, and congratulations, Amanda Keller, on your honour yesterday. Wow. Thank you, Andrew. I'm a very proud human. Thank you very She's much. She's been working on lots of lots of witty puns for the OM, haven't you? Oh, a friend of mine's been... We've been having a pun off. No place like OM. I'll be OM-schooled. Put out a cooking <laughs> cooking book, OM yeah. Cooking. If you leave the show, you'll be OMless. Did you notice that there was a star from number 96 in there in the list? You'd have to know your TV trivia to know this. Mm. Who? Lynn Cord Rainbow Reed. Uh, back in 1972, she played Sonia in number 96, fell in love with a black man, and that was probably the first ever interracial kiss on Australian TV. Wow. And what was she was uh, awarded not presumably just for that moment? Well, she was awarded uh, for community service and mm. acting. Her full name's Lynn Cord Rainbow Reed, and her full name in number 96, it should be pointed out, was Sonia Freeman Vansard Hunter. <laughs> so maybe you just need a big name to get one. <laughs> There's a lot of big names on that list. <laughs> what? Our dating show's in trouble. Kiss Bang Love has been moved to the special time of 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 
Well, yes, finally. We've been giggling about this for a few weeks and Seven have finally done it. They're moving it tonight to 10.15pm after absolutely disastrous ratings at 8.30. It's being replaced by something tonight called World's Most Extreme. And apparently it's so extreme they're not even going to explain what that is. <laughs> what could that be? I don't know. Um, but look, uh, the interesting thing is that while Kiss Bang Love has certainly failed, First Dates is now actually screening in the UK under the title of First Dates Abroad. So Australians kissing is still going to be seen around the world. Mm. But First Dates wasn't bad, though. I kind of like that show. That was, that was, it was interesting. Yeah, I liked it. It was a lot more believable, too, mm. people going on dates rather than blindfolding themselves. Well, it does seem to be that the dating shows, is, is this is the modern genre, isn't it? This is what everyone's watching. Yeah, it really does. I mean, we've ju- we're reading in the paper today how one of the couples from Married at First Sight has split up. No, and if they can't make it, who can, Andrew? I know, and we've still got... The Bachelor and The Bachelorette to get through this mm. year. So the dating show's not going away. Well, crazy paparazzi keeps ruining The Bachelor, though. I wish they wouldn't. Well, that's interesting because I reckon what Channel 10 will have to do in that situation is track down the paparazzi and pay them a lot of money not to print those photos. That could be what might happen in this scenario. They haven't... Uh, Got, uh, been printed yet, but that's, I guess, because nobody knows who any of the contestants are yet, let alone who the winner is. Mm. I just want to see where Osher Ginsburg comes from when he comes into the Bachelor Mansion. Where does he actually come from? I want those <laughs> photos. Is he now, indeed... He sleeps in the garage every night, doesn't he? <laughs> is he a ghostly... He's like the ghost <laughs> in Mrs Muir. <laughs> Here he is now! <laughs> Andrew, thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Everybody shout! this email from Eve. What gets my ghoulie? It's people who drive up your ass. This is Eve's word, not mm-hmm. mine. When you're doing the speed limit and 99% of the time it's young pea platers. Who do they think they... Why do they think they can do that? They're barely out of nappies but act like they're participating in the Grand Prix. P-R-I-X. Pre is the right word for I see them. what you did there. You just got to move out of the way. I had some of those because I drove to Oberon on the weekend doing the speed limit on a mm. double demerits weekend. People ride up my bot bot. Yeah. You don't do yeah, it. Move over to the left. But sometimes you don't have an option. Sometimes it's a single sure, lane. Sure. You know how I feel about double demerits and the, the way they do that because it makes everyone drive under the speed limit. Well, it what help. can you do? This, but people tailgating, it doesn't help. Tyler's in West Hoxton. Hello, Tyler. Hi, so what gets my ghoulie is after a long day at work and you just want to go to the shops and do your groceries and you have these people chasing after you trying to sell you hand creams and stuff and oh. you say to them, no thank you, not today and they're still alongside you trying to sell you this one thing and you just want to get your shopping done and get home. There's one at the shops near me, there's a hand cream one and a teeth whitening one Yeah. and every time I feel like saying you spoke to me yesterday and last weekend too and I said no then. Is it because you had dry hands? But when you walk past, it's the same with you Tyler, you walk past and, and you say no thanks and they say can I ask you a question? And they yes, to, oh. yes exactly, yes. You know what I say to them? I say, I'm from the Church of Latter-day Saints. Would you like to hear about the Lord? Mm. And they quickly go quiet. I'd love them to say yes and then listen to your explanation of the Bible. <laughs> well, here it is. He was born and he died. <laughs> or did he? Thank you, Tyler. Albert- Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. Sydney's WSFM. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.